Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Oh, can I just say, <laughs> sorry, I noticed it just before the music came in. There's a hissy noise. Can you hear it? No. Oh, is, your, is, it, your, is it the wind, actually? Yeah. I've got I the... I, I thought it was white noise. No, I've got the doors open because it's really warm, but there's also like a hurricane, so you're just going to have to put up the I, I heard it just before the music and I just quickly unplugged my charger because I was like, it must be, must be something I'm plugging in. No, it's That's the wind. not why not. It's the wind and the trees outside. You'll have to pretend you're listening to one of those zen, podca- zen relaxing noises. Podcasts. Oh, this is going to be really weird for people's brains because they're going to have a calming white noise going on. Yeah. And well, also it's really anyway. annoying. The amount of people that say they fall asleep to us and then have no idea what happened after the first three minutes of the show. Basically, they hear, hello, welcome to Hamwich on the Couch, and that's it. They're all out then. Well, we'd go so Matt much Rodriguez higher. Matt Rodriguez wakes them up at the end. <laughs> we'd go higher in the ratings if we were a calm podcast. We would. We, we would. would. Yeah. Well, we could just we could just leave in a bit of that wind. Hang on. Do you, oh, there it goes again. Hang on. Have a bit of silence. Then put the ad in. Okay. Okay. Then put a bit of silence. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. Do you want me to and... shut the door? Is it too annoying? No, I love it. Okay. I just, it'll make me sleepy. And we just wanted to clarify that it yes. wasn't something annoying no. in our wires. Well, it is. Okay. We haven't got our wires crossed. No. Yet. Yet. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. Oh, I'll talk fast because we haven't got long. Welcome to Ambridge <laughs> on the Couch and in depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy V. Freeman, Jeff Thomas and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week at Ambridge View, where unsurprisingly things were not going well. George referred to Mia as Hairy Mia, (laughs) which was baffling. Hairy legs, hairy lip. She's a bit young for a twirly moustache. I'd never imagined her as blind, Bessette, but there we go, that's the beauty of radio. (laughs) Fallon was understandably perturbed at Bridge Farm's total lack of interest in anything involving the tea rooms apart from taking her rent. And Susan told her there was nothing to worry about and it was all down to Tom having twins. Apparently (laughs) Natasha wheels them past the dairy window every now and then so Clary and Susan can curtsy. Well, it's (laughs) nice for them to see the quality and tip. (laughs) Tom and Tony didn't even thank Fallon for pointing out that thanks to their total lack of interest in attending the charging station meeting, they were quite likely to go bust. Fallon started sounding almost tearful and hysterical, but was still overcome with blind optimism about the future of Bridge Farm, Mm. based on a 10-minute chat with two very bored people, to the extent that she told harassment he could retire early from the police force and buy a Ferrari on purely scone-based revenue. Is this what happens when you work at Bridge Farm? You get a totally misplaced sense of confidence in the success of business just based on a feeling. To celebrate, they went off looking at red kites as harassment was keen on raising awareness. Paella is going fantastically. Pip said Stella was fruity and complex and then pretended she was talking about the Malbec. They had a lovely morning after chasing sheep all round the green. Then two odd things this week. Firstly, I do understand that twins are astonishingly hard work, but the strange reverence with which everyone says Mm. the twins is faintly disturbing, and they're even used as a measure of time. Eight years, the (laughs) twins will be nine. They are also used as an excuse for every bit of bad behaviour perpetrated by the bridge farm lot. I fully expect Rob to use them in his defence any minute now. (laughs) 
<laughs> and secondly, have you noticed that every single person under 20 in Ambridge has now started going, a la Chelsea. <laughs> and then we had Joy. Joy, Did we? Joy, Joy, Joy. <laughs> 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 Hurrah, how we have missed her. Was jo- Joy in it? Yeah, committee meeting. Joy manages to tread a very uh, oh, relaxed yeah. line between being supportive of Linda while faintly taking the piss and having sympathy with everyone all the time, which is lovely for us, but must be frankly exhausting for her. Joy was even sympathetic about the fact that Linda had missed the committee meeting. As if. Linda lives for committee meetings. Linda said that was the only time Auntie Cardboard and her cronies at the Laurels could reminisce for her boring old fate book. The only time? They're in a home. Packed (laughs) schedules, clearly. Georgie got... (laughs) Oh, so we went packed. Schedules. It did confuse me, but I, lo- but I still laughed. <laughs> Georgie got fired by Neil, who put on his growly daddy bear voice, which was quite exciting. <laughs> Hannah stood behind him saying, yeah, George. He was brought down by a miserable little sausage roll, much like the rest of the BBC, it appears. Emma's guilt cantered to the fore to such an extent that if an entire pork deli had appeared in the break room at Barrow, she'd have said the fairies brought it. Over at Home Farm, Brian said that Adam's bag was soft fruit, apparently. That sounds singularly messy. And we ended with a startling episode at a Hampshire hospital. It began with a woman ringing Helen and saying, Hello, I'm a consultant. This is unusual. It would be a bit like someone saying, Hello, I'm a postman. Then having stoutly refused to attend the appointment, she was there ten seconds later. (laughs) Rob proved exactly why no one was terribly sorry that he was dying by being rude, obnoxious, sexist and bullying. And Helen asked him if he would be okay getting home. Of course he won't be okay driving home. He's just found out he's got a bloody brain tumour. Please don't tell me we're going down a forgiveness fixes all storyline. It doesn't. And it's not fair i can just about swallow brad and georgie becoming mates again but not that plus what a waste of pat's target practice the end <laughs> yeah but they still might shoot him to put him out of his misery yes like a so like, like a in the third gun. man yeah i went to the third man the musical last night was it good it was interesting yeah well, i really enjoyed it yeah but but it was sort of scary but a musical right and, a scary musical you, bit wasn't a lot of scary musicals most of them at school I have to say but it, it wasn't it was like the sort of you know film noir stuff and then a sort of I really enjoyed it because it was a lovely contrast but there was a, but at the end I don't know if you've seen the film or read the book I think I have but a long time ago he um uh yes he anyway well i won't i won't yes. the ending, but i think it's, it's a bit like rob getting shot well uh, it's a similar theme though okay because it's a bad a man who's done despicable things his his best friend who's done despicable things and then but actually the theme is sort of do you you know can you forgive that person and can you still love them even though they've done the most despicable things i thought right. it was quite interesting in yeah. a way but so uh, when helen was going um because i thought that was actually apart from the fact she got to hampshire in five minutes but now we know that ambridge isn't quite where it was before maybe it's a bit closer to hampshire than it was i think it otches about on the map (laughs) it's only an hour and a half away it's like my grandma used to look at the weather forecast and would just otch us about uh depending (laughs) on where it was sunny so she'd say well look nice weather on saturday and we'd go no that's devon and she'd go no it's near enough it's probably us (laughs) and look how tiny the the country is you see it's practically (laughs) the same place but i Mm. thought that when she was saying at the end um i thought her her acting is i mean they're both brilliant actors obviously we've said it a million zillion times but when she was going 
it's okay. Or she was going, I know, I know, mm, I know. She said it's I, horrible. Yeah. She said it's horrible. But I thought it was so clever what she did because she, you could tell that she didn't really want to say it, but her instincts as a human yeah, being yeah. was making her say it. And she yeah. sort of was trying not to, but you can't, you know, if it's a monster and they're crying because they've got three months mm. to live, you, you're, as a human, you can't not be empathetic. And I thought that was really mm. clever. And I didn't think it was going to be that all is forgiven and forgotten. But I thought that it's going pro- hopefully going to be played in just a very authentic way. Mm. And obviously he's going to see Jack, isn't he? Anyway. Yeah. Or is he going to... What would be better is if it's not a sort of a cosy ending. And what would be better is he does actually try and steal them and then get she shot. Gets shot, yes. Or he basically says to George, no, I'm sorry, George. George? George isn't five, sorry. Who's the other one? Henry. The first thing is if he says to Henry, oh no, if he says to Pat, kill me. And she's like, okay, I will. Uh, Yeah. He's like a dog that needs putting out of misery. But I actually thought it was um, really, yeah, really, I love, I because the rest of this week was was quite good, wasn't it? But the the Helen and Rob stuff is just so compelling. I don't care yeah. how far fetched or silly or yeah. you know, it's or just even so... boring. This committee, who cares yes. what Eddie does I with know, the fate? I, I don't know. care. And actually, boring. his ideas sound really good. A lot yes. more interesting than what of they normally get... have. Bucking Broncos, brilliant. Of course, yeah. Bucking I mean, Broncos is a no brainer. Love nor money, but you know, I'm very happy that other people want to do it. <laughs> But, but yeah, that's literally a no-brainer. And so what if there's some ferrets? At least they're doing... Would yeah. you care? If someone else was organising your fate, wouldn't you just go, thank you? Yeah. Do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. As long as you think you can get the yeah. numbers in, make a bit of money for yeah. the um, village, go yeah. for it. Yeah. And, it, and, and, you know, when it's a small... Because they do... Because Ambridge has... It has a lot of events. It has to because we need milestones to sort of mm. lurch towards, don't we? There's only so many weddings and pregnancies we can have. Um, so we're not weddings yeah so we're forever having event village events and you know if you have a white elephant stall it's the same stuff that people it's like a school fate it's the same stuff that people haul out of their attics and take there and someone else buys it because they feel bad so they buy it and then they take it back the next time and it's just pta cupboard isn't it yeah it's just it's a circular economy it's the it's the same amount of money being paid by the same people for the same things and it just goes on and on and on and on and on yeah so i think something new would be great also no one really says white elephant stall anymore do they i feel like that's a sort of shirley hughes thing to say I mean, in we the old have, days... We still have one in the, my mum's village, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, maybe in the village. Yeah. I've never heard... I haven't heard the term white elephant stall since Linda said it. I mean, I haven't heard it for years before that. I mean, don't people just say bric-a-brac or second-hand stuff? No, you I mean, say what white is elephant. it? Is, is it just second-hand stuff? It's just useless stuff with... A purpose with no purpose, really. No, right. It's just, yeah, just bric a brac. Yeah, just secondhand stall. Yeah, it's just weird though. No, I mean, just not weird. It's fine. I don't mind. But just, I've never heard it for oh. such a long time. It reminded me of. I thought, oh, that's something I heard in my childhood. Oh right, okay. I mean, does anybody else say white elephant stall? Is all Writing. I'm asking. Right. <laughs> what would you tell call us about it? your car parking nightmares? You just say. Do you- <laughs> But wouldn't you just say knickknacks or tat? 
You can't say tat because no, people you, take it very, you know. But the white elephant stall is like your secondhand toys. Isn't it funny? The, the words it? that we use, knickknacks and bric-a-brac and white elephant. It's well, so I mean, odd. to be honest, they all sound like words that you're probably not allowed to say anymore. Actually. <laughs> so you should probably I'm not careful. calling you a bric-a-brac or a white elephant. Maybe so that's fine. why the archers had to go with white little, elephant stall. Because it is. <laughs> I don't even know, but it's quite an injury. It must come from a... There must be a story behind that name. Bric-a-brac sounds French. Ah, bric-a-brac. <laughs> Where does white elephant come from then? I have no idea. Someone will know. Oh, talking of people knowing things. Yes. Stephen Bowden does he knows know things. everything. Do you think he knows anything about anything else? Or do you think it's just about the archers? No, I think that he's a professional archers, archers. looker-upper. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he says, Mes chers couchettes, I am deeply, deeply disappointed that you attribute my ability to know what the hell is happening here to having a book. I do not have a book. I have more than a dozen books, plus several maps, including one of Borsitcher, which, contrary to what others may believe, has a scale, and bookmarks linking me to various informative websites. But I have also been listening to the archers for more than 40 years and occasionally making notes. If this is considered oh, wow. to be cheating, then I will, of course, refuse to accept any prize for this week's competition and will even return all my previous winnings, although they don't seem to have turned up yet. Lost in the post. Stephen, lost in the post. Anyway, that's say on... should... He should have a mug. So, the, do you remember We need the... to get him a mug, Lucy. Yeah, okay. Makes note. And James. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, you're, you're doing them. Don't tell me. You remember. I know, but you need to remind me. Oh, God. Um, uh, do you remember the what the hell was happening? Oh, we'll do that later, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stick, yeah, stick, yeah. To, the, stick to the... Stick, stick to, to the... Stick to the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what script? That'll be a first. Yeah. Um... Yes. What, uh, what do you think about the uh, Brad and uh, Oh, Georgie? sorry, I was just going to say, Stephen, no, it's not cheating because that's genuine research. Mm. And anyone who's been listening for, to the Archers for 40 years and can remember stuff, yes, that's, the, that's a superpower. Cheating would be if you were James Everett writing in under an assumed name to say <laughs> what the answer was. That Are would you making be accusations? No, I'm just saying <laughs> it would be if it happened. Okay. And it didn't. Okay. But we all look. The BBC's had a bit of a bit of a tricky week. What with accusations flying around, so let's mm. not add to it. No, eh? I don't like them all. No, I don't like them all either. No. I mean, I like the BBC most of them. Yes. I just don't like. The I like the BBC. I don't like m many of the people in it. But, How about no. that? Or yeah. many of the people outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> just people generally. We don't like. We're not that keen, really, are we? We're not people. People don't think. <sighs> um, Sorry, Lucy. Yeah, one second. There's a problem. Okay, one second. Can you, I'm really sorry. I have to go and open the front door. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, I'm fine. so sorry. One sec. Can you just... Um, sorry, one second. Oh, sorry. I'll tell you what we'll do, ladies and gentlemen. As we've got a gap, we will introduce uh, this, week's, um, this week's episode from the BBC, the Borchester Broadcasting Corporation. Uh, and this one features uh, Jeff Thomas and Harriet Carmichael. Over to you. Harriet and Jeff. Hello there, Mrs. McCreary. Well, not strictly speaking, but yeah, go on then. Oh, what have we got here? Oh, this doesn't look good. Riley, isn't it? And where have you come from? Ambridge. 
which is possibly near Birmingham. I don't want to be specific. I see. And what seems to be the problem with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Well, we were going about 20, and I was hanging out the window shouting, now, to make people think we were going faster. And then the car sort of made a noise like a kettle coming to the boil, and the bonnet blew open. That bent bit over there, I think, is one of the cylinders, and the crankshaft's hanging from that branch. Look. Ah, okay. When did you set out? Last Friday. We should be in Scotland by Tuesday week, I reckon. Quick cup of tea with the in-laws and then we'll turn round and come back. Well, you're ambitious, certainly, trying to get to Scotland in this. Or what's left of this. We see this a lot, you know. One episode of Inspector Morse and the next minute you've remortgaged your house. It's generally the men that get it, though, is that? Your husband over there sitting in the hedge. Yeah, he's emailing into a podcast. Neither of us know much about classic cars, really. This was a wedding present from our professor friend. We both rather have had a subscription to Sky Sports, to be honest, but you can't look a gift car in the exhaust, can you? So will your insurance cover this? What insurance? Classic car insurance. It's astronomical for good reason. There's more classic cars on the hard shore of the M6 than flat badgers. Steam everywhere, some poor sod in a flat cat with his heed in his horns, waving goodbye at his pension. You're not very cheerful, are you? Well, it's the voice of better experience, missus. I should have known something like this would happen. I've seen Tony Archer tinkering with his midget often enough. I'm fairly sure that's illegal now, missus. That's political correctness gone mad. Now then, can you start the engine for me? Which bit do you want me to start? The bit on the tarmac, or the bit half a mile back? Okay... I'm just going to have to tell you, I think. Where shall we drop you, I wonder? How about Glasgow? Thank you very much, Harriet and Jeff. Uh, yes. Now, uh, I could play you a selection of music from the student prints. Um, or we could play a game. I spy, with my little eye, something beginning with H. I'm hoping it's going to be Harriet. But maybe not. What's happening, Shay Carmichael, is that uh, Rexy, the little one, is not very well. So he's got a, a babysitter with him who's doing some cooking or something. Um, but I don't understand how that involves her having to open the front door. But what goes on in that house is a total mystery to me, and frankly, oh, the less I know about it, the better. Oh, she's back. Sorry, shh, Lucy. Shh. Hi. Hello. I'm so sorry. That's all right. You okay? Oh, yeah, it's just the, the our door, front door doesn't... It gets stuck all oh. the time, and only adults can open it. And so... Okay. And I sent Eliza to go and get me a coffee. Oh. And, um, and she, she, she came back, but she couldn't open the door to get back in. And she hasn't got the coffee because she needed the PIN number for my contactless oh. card. Anyway, I've sent her off again with another card, so <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> I'm getting my coffee. Did you not make a cup of Well, I got, we just didn't have time because okay. by the time the yes, babysitter yes, came yes, and then I was like, yes. there's, a, there's yes. a podcast to do, yes. etc. And I've got to go to a barbecue, etc., etc. In the rain. In the rain. <laughs> and, now, and now I've sent my... Anyway, what else? What, she not, she's 12. She's not doing anything else this morning. It's the summer holidays. It's an activity. It is. That's and, what and I And she's um, learning about money and the money. economy. And, <laughs> and pin numbers. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All that. Security. Digital yeah, exa- security. Exactly. Uh, the economy. Yeah. 
yeah. quite frankly. So, mm. so it's basically educational. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, wh- what do you think Sorry. about the reconciliation between Georgie Sorry. and Brad? Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about... Um, uh, well, do you think it was his sausage roll? No. Oh, do you think not? Well... I thought actually no, I think no hang on I think I thought it wasn't and then yeah. and then but he wouldn't have backed down that quickly yes that's what I he'd thought he'd still be raving about it now wouldn't he first of all I thought it definitely wasn't but then but, but then if it wasn't it would be weird that he hasn't gone it's yeah. not it wasn't mine and also who else's would it be as the only people in there were the people that you know well there seem to be a who's that other girl that works there there's Jody. Hannah and then Jodie and we don't know whether she likes sausage rolls or not no what we need to know is, is anybody veggie? But Brad um, said, anyone have any... everyone yeah. knows they're your favourite food, didn't he? Yeah. So, you know, rather like, indi- yeah. do, 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 do. it's him, it's him, it's him. So, mm. But I didn't really believe that George would sort of go, oh, I think we should apologise to each other. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, let's be friends. Is this because going they... to be some sort of pivotal moment in his character development where... He, it's the first time he's ever had to face consequences despite yeah, Emma's best efforts to rescue him all the time. Brad was being very moralistic, mm. wasn't he? And sort of, well, when I get in trouble, I like to sort of face up to my yes. wrongdoings. But he did do that quite pragmatic. Mistakes. They love it if you think you've learned something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That got him off. Uh, yeah, I don't want them to be friends because, well, I don't care, to be honest, but why isn't Brad um, at his house? Why isn't one of them? I think. Yeah, where were I, they when they were having that chat? Were they? Well, yes. Oh, that's what I was going to ask actually. So, because obviously George has now left Neil and Susan, and he's not going to want to run into Neil anytime soon. So he wouldn't have just popped over to Ambridge View. So has he gone back to Clary's or gone to Emma's or? And then where? Why was Brad? Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't, I couldn't I, quite no, work it out. I, I guess Brad had, Brad had gone over to. Are Emma and Ed still in the caravan? Yeah. Right, okay, so... Little, 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 little Grange. Little Pete, yeah, a little Grange. Little uh, space. Little, little twat <laughs> is George. Little twat, yeah. But, yeah, maybe this is going to be the making of him, because they keep going on about how he does have a real genuine passion for yeah. pork. Not I, for pork, sorry, for I don't really... pigs. pigs. <laughs> and sausage rolls. And pigs, and Which pork. is handy, yeah. he's, he's interested in both ends yes. of, the, of the supply yes. chain. I, yeah. It's, um... I can't quite believe that because people who are unpleasant to other people generally aren't very good with animals. Animals tend to be able to... Oh, well, wouldn't you say that... But there must also be people who are... I think there's also people who are love animals and are less good with people. I think I know a couple of them. Yeah. They yeah. love animals and they can relate to them, but they can't... They're not very good with humans. Mm. Because animals don't answer back, do they? Yeah. Yep. So you don't, no, you're right. It's, yeah. it's not so two-way yeah. with... It's easier to You're not going to be them. challenged yeah. unless it's a bull. <laughs> well, Tony tried, didn't he? Look what happened there. <laughs> yeah. Or two. Um, um, oh, can I just say, do you think, this is what I think, Tracy and Jazza are going to come back and be married from Gretna Green? Yeah. So I think someone else has said that in one of the emails. Oh, oh, I <laughs> thought it was my idea. <laughs> I was really pleased with that because I thought no one else has said it. I'm starting to get Chelsea withdrawal symptoms because she's been in practically every episode for the last six <sighs> months and now she's disappeared yeah. and everyone's going, cool, we're seeing a lot of her, hearing a lot of her and then she's disappeared mm. now and now I'm like, oh. Well, because she's doing um, the mousetrap, isn't she? Is she? 
she is. Yes, ah. she's in the new cast. And she goes, be... Mr. Butler, not the hell. Another murder. I've been doing this for 31 nights and I'm bored. <laughs> it must be, the, the mousetrap must have been running as long as the archers is, has been playing. Something it like has that. A, yeah, the mousetrap celebrated then. 75 years or mm. something ridiculous, I'm sure. Mm. I've never seen it though, actually. I had a friend in it, so I used to meet him afterwards, but for some reason I never actually watched the show. <laughs> that was nice of you. Did, you, did, you did, did he say, what did you think? And you just went, it's super, yes, yeah, great. I really loved it. Well, no, actually. because if you're in the West End, I don't know if it's still like this now, but when back in the day, if you were in a show in the West End, you had access to all the private clubs in yeah. Soho. So we used to go to the Ivy and oh. the Ivy Club and the Grouch Show and stuff. And that was obviously brilliant. But I didn't bother ever seeing the show. He probably told me not to. Yeah. Okay. But I think probably it's absolutely brilliant now, The Mousetrap, because they must have had to zhuzh it up a bit. You know, because it had a reputation for being a bit fusty and mm, yeah. old-fashioned. Yeah. I reckon they've probably made it brilliant now. Yes. Um, I am finding Bridge Farm's treatment of Fallon absolutely awful. Mm, I, I beg to differ. Really? Acts, actually. Uh, yes, I, they are. They are being awful, but they have obviously got this major crisis going on so so tom's head is not in that space i mean it's it's absolutely outrageous to go what, yes what yes yes major crisis? the helen stuff you no, know but that's just... helen's thing isn't it but i'm assuming he's got that... twins you know harriet i know he's got I, twins that's it just, that's, 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 that's all he's doing with his entire life he's just got well twins. i'd say that's a, cry, a crisis <sighs> or a cry for help no but i think you know when he was doing the vegetables yesterday mm. in the veg shop and he was very distracted and he was going, no, Fallon, I can't. Mm. But that's because presumably he knew that Helen was going to see Rob. No, that it's I... because he doesn't He doesn't want to. No, he, doesn't, he didn't know anything about Helen going to see Rob. Are you sure? Yes. Because I, could, I excused his behaviour no, because I thought he's panicking. He knew that he, they'd, he'd kind of been, um, in his mind, he'd been sort of, um, uh, uh, what's the word, sort of ambushed. And agreed to give her, because his dad was going, oh, yes, no, we completely understand Fallon. That's fine if you want a lease for the next 100 years at £1.75 a week. And um, uh, and he was thinking, hang, he sort of agreed at the time because he wasn't concentrating. And now he's sort of thinking, hang on a minute, that's nuts. We're not doing that. Oh, okay. So now he's got to climb down and he wants to avoid, you know what he's like, he always tries to avoid giving anyone bad oh, news. Oh, okay. Oh, see, I didn't read it like that. I read it as he's genuinely... Thinking, I, 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 because to be fair, I mean, I, I know Fallon is, yeah, Fallon is doing exactly the right thing and saying, you need to sign this. We need to get, we need to have some sort of plan. Otherwise, I'm going to go out of business. And he, but he has every right to say, I, the, I, I absolutely will consider this, but I need, well, what he should have done was said, I, I, this is just the, like come at such a bad week for me. And it, we're having a personal crisis on the farm. But I promise you by the end of next week, mm. you know, we'll sit down on Friday or something and then I'll give you my answer. I can see both sides, to be honest, low say. I because can't. Fallon is being a bit, a bit pushy. Because she's quite a big ask, though, isn't it? To, to what was it, 80 years or something? <laughs> was it, what was Eight it? Eight years. Was? Eight. Yeah. But still, oh, well, the twins are going to be, yeah. the twins are going to be practically at secondary school, Lucy. It's an awfully long time. 
<laughs> eight years of the twins. Um, but it's being in in. Um, there's uh, uh, my sister used to uh, rent um, a cafe that yeah. she ran, yeah. and they suddenly put the rent up yeah. sort of overnight. But they'd like quadrupled yeah. it. No, I can absolutely see that Fallon. She can't continue her business so, unless she has you're security. You're so vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're renting, and she's desperate for a bit of security. And plus, the charging station is going to. But the she'll, trouble is, she'll take over the cafe at the charging station. Yeah. And tell uh, well, what, what I've already said that Lucy, I already said oh, really? her and Harrison are going to do it together. Yes. Innit? Oh my god! Are they going to be like that... Kenton and oh Kenton and Jolene bitching oh at each other continually, playing having a hilarious passive-aggressive practical jokes? Oh my god! It's going to be it's going to be cringe. But and I've then they'll take over it. the ball, won't they? From yeah, they, Fallon. Well, they'd be. They'd be perfect. I mean, Harrison was born to be a Mm. landlord, wasn't he? Yeah. He really was. Yeah. Um, Some people just are, aren't they? Mm -hmm. It's like at my friend's party the other night. Her husband, you know, she was dancing all night. In the end, he just went behind the bar and became the sort of affable host. And I was like, wow, he looks, some people just look so at home behind a bar, don't they? Serving drinks and being jolly. Yeah. And that'll be Harrison for sure. But I, do, 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 but I suppose the tr- poor old Fallon, in a way, the, the the bridge farm lot have got nothing to lose really if she goes out of business, have they? No, because they're no. not reliant on her cafe. They could probably do without. They could probably survive without her rent, can they? Or rent well, it to someone n- no, else? No, because that's what Tom was. Um, Tom was saying we really need her money, and we can't sort of. Uh, we don't want to get in a position where oh. she she's paying too little and it's not market rate and we've committed ourselves to that for eight years. And yeah. Tony was saying we we um, oh see I wasn't even listening was I? Well, it is a bit those two together are a bit yeah, dull. Boring. Um, uh, he was saying uh, she's done such a lot for it and it's and it's a big attraction. Oh, although oh, do you think? Um, but it isn't really though, is there? Because there's nobody. There's no, she's yeah. otherwise it would be nice and busy. Well, I sort of think that that's maybe why Tom's having second thoughts because yeah. I mean, if you've got someone running a please cafe invest on your- in my collapse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, exactly. Entirely. Well, well, can you show us, a, can you sort of show us a plan? How are you going to get more customers in? When are you going to stop playing that music? Yeah. And can you, I don't know. You can sort of, I can see it from both sides. Mm. But Fallon needs to go, okay, right. Look, if you're not serious about this, I can't carry on with this. I've got Emma, you know, she, she's got to give them an ultimatum and go, otherwise I'm just going to yeah. do yeah, something she else. Has. She has. But again, you know, it's that bridge farm thing. I know it's, I know it's because business plans are boring. Uh, but it's that bridge farm thing of, I've had some brilliant ideas. And everyone goes, hooray, that's fixed then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have you costed them? Have you written them down? Have you spoken yeah. to an accountant? Have you, where is the investment coming from? You know, <laughs> no, they're all in my head. Okay, brilliant, fine. That's, yeah, please hooray. sign this contract for the next yeah. decade. 
that's why I just switch off on all yeah, these boring it is conversations. Nonsense. I am very much enjoying, enjoying paella. Um, oh, and actually the word is perfect. Yep. And it's, Thank you for that. Yeah, they were sweet, weren't they? And, and we're having that lovely so, time. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's really nice to see like the the beginning of a relationship. You know, when they're all happy and giddy. Yes. And they don't really understand what Pip certainly doesn't understand what's going on yet. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but and actually, you know, and, like... and they're all a bit giddy and everything's exciting and yeah. fun and you know. And also, it was sweet because they never pair Helen with anyone else apart from Kirsty or yeah. Lee or anyone and it was it was not I thought it was good it was good for her to get out with some yeah. other girls wasn't it and have a bit and of and she a... said well girls and I thought she just she can't <laughs> yeah. help sounding like a Joyce <laughs> Grenfell school <laughs> mistress can't she exactly Poor he was like they were on a sort of boarding school <laughs> yes. activity day wasn't it three go well, mad in Ambridge yeah the sheep have got out of the yeah. gate quick hurry down about let's run. And, and I kept thinking who is that hooting find out who it is hooting I thought it was some, I thought it was going to be Rob or something, and of course it wasn't anybody. Let's go back just... to Matron with that cut of yours. Yes. Looks, luckily, I've brought my first aid kit with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, God, wouldn't, what you got to write next is um, the Ambridge goes, the fa- what's it? What's those, all those famous five things called? Oh, five go mad in whatever. Or five, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Five okay. go mad in Ambridge would okay. be great. Thanks, Lucy. Okay, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Jolly good. <laughs> um, that would be good. And I think, Poor old Harry Mia is hairy because she is a young person in it. And you don't have to shave your armpits anymore or shave your legs, which I yeah. thoroughly approve of. Me too. Yes. So there. Yes. But it's that thing, isn't it? Which I think is just because I'm a tiny bit older than them, is that sometimes when young people raise their arm, their girls put their arms up and you see they've got hairy armpits, you go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Well, good, good for you. Well, good. Good. That's very brave. Well very done. Brave. Very brave. But it's normal now for kids not to shave. And I yeah. think it's amazing and brilliant. Yeah. Yes. So good Quite old right. Harry Mia. Yeah. Hoorah for you, Harry Mia. Mary here. Um, oh, now we have Mary Schwietert, who says, Ah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she is in the Seattle Tacoma area. I love that people from America are just, just listening. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she said she first heard of the archers when the theme was used as part of a plot in Inspector Morse. What? I have been listening, she says, since Elizabeth would not speak to David, maybe since Nigel fell off the roof. And oh, when yeah. someone, maybe Jenny, was writing bodice ripper books under a nom de plume. I love listening to your podcast and we've given you a super review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, thank, thank you, thank Mary. You. She said, I appreciate your show so much. While my husband will watch EastEnders with me, I have been unable to dragoon anyone in the family, including my cats, into listening to the archers with me. Dragooning a cat is tough, Mary, I have to say. <laughs> I've never managed it. As a result, I have yet to find someone to discuss the plot and characters with. I tried to join a Facebook group, but it was a bit negative. Your humour <laughs> and sketches are delightful, and I look forward to it every week. Oh, that's such a nice Thank email. you, Mary. Thank the you Facebook so groups can be a bit negative, I have to say. Oh, thanks. My daughter's just bought me a coffee. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Proper one. Harriet would now be running on double oh, speed for the I'm so happy. That was such a nice email. Yes, it was. But it is annoying if you've got no one to listen. Mm. Is it, it? That's the trouble, isn't it? It's like um. Oh no, I'm good. Thanks, sweetie. If you go and see, it's like seeing a show, at, or or watching an amazing TV thing. If you can't talk about it with someone, mm. it's it's so frustrating. Yeah. Because yeah. 
you sort of like, I need to, I need to, I need to say this and that. And I can remember when I first discovered the tweet along. And oh, right. I first discovered. And I, and about I, I, 2003? Yeah, I was sitting on the edge of my bed in uh, Rectory Road where I used to, where I used to live. And um, uh, You must have been about 12. No, the tweet along, not the arches itself. You I banana. know, but the tweet along seems to have been around for 100 no, years. Yeah, well, it probably has, but I didn't discover it for ages. Oh. Because I was a Twitter refused Nick. And then, oh. but then, but then suddenly discovering hashtag the arches and all these hilarious people and the yeah you know, tweeting on with the omnibus and uh, i thought yeah. oh my god i found my tribe it was lovely it is lovely because before mm. that you sort of thought oh it's what old people listen to and i can't tell anyone that i listen to it right isn't it well that's what i used to think when i when i was young and listened to it i just i was the only young person i knew that listened to it um when i, I was at uni no one listened. i mean i don't think i listened when i was at uni actually because i probably stopped but yeah, when you're young, no one listens to it. Yeah, I... I you, don't, you, don't, you don't meet up with your 90-year-old friends and talk about the archers. Well, there are a few archers appreciation groups at Oxbridge and stuff. <laughs> at Oxbridge, probably, yeah. <laughs> but I think um, it is a... If it's a... If it's a link, like what, like we would say, you know, if people are living away from home and it's a link with, yes, with exactly. England, you don't actually need to share it with anybody else because you feel like you're sharing no. it with the whole of England or the whole of the BBC or something. When I used to go on um, rubbish theatre tours and I was obviously away from um, home, um, I had a, dig- a portable digital radio and, and I listened to the artists and it was just, it was amazing. But obviously you had to be free at seven. Yeah. Or 7.05, whenever it was then. Yeah. You had to be free then, because otherwise you would have missed it. Yeah. But it was such a nice slice of home. Yeah. Yes, a slice of home, definitely. Um, right. You seem to have forgotten that we've got to be in a rush today, but sorry, I haven't, yeah. so sorry, I'm sorry, being sorry. in a rush. Thanks, thanks. Um, I've got my coffee now, I'm really relaxed. <laughs> Lucy, let's tell everyone about our lunch on Wednesday. <laughs> we did have a nice lunch. We had a lovely we? lunch, It yes. was lovely. It's thanks for that. Yes. It's a beautiful um, place. Harriet went a bit pink speaking Italian to the waiter. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Francesco. A little bit flushed. <laughs> because, well, he was terribly Italian. And and I thought it would be fine for me he to speak Italian He was probably from Bromley him. and he was, he was thinking, yeah. oh, God, I wish But I just English. got stuck on some of the words, didn't I? And then I, then I had to revert to English and got a bit red. There was a little flustered. bit of flapping when... <laughs> When I couldn't remember the word yeah. for sharing plate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all fine. You should have just called had... it sharing. Sharing. I think I did say, hello, sharing plate. <laughs> <laughs> but he was very nice about it. Yes, he was. I thought you were very good. I thought. Thanks. Thanks, Lucy. We must go there again. Yes. Right. This. Now, you know you said you were excited about, um, about people uh, listening from... Far afield. Very. Viz. I love America. It. I love it. We've got another one, but not America. Greetings from a... This is from David Beeves. Greetings from a hot and steamy Hong Kong. Wow. I was recommended to your podcast by a good friend in Singapore. A thankful wow. acknowledgement <laughs> is due to Bill Riquier of that parish, who is also one of your loyal adherents. So you have a network of fervent followers in the Far East. Well, two, yes. anyway. Two is great. Two is a network, as far as we're concerned, David. You're probably a... A fan base. A twerk. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has uh, the Barrett Green 
as ringtone on his iPhone. <laughs> uh, needless to say, when it rings in this part of the world, nobody bats an eyelid. However, when it rings in the queue at WH Smith in London, you get some very strange looks. People shift uncomfortably away and mothers instinctively draw their children closer. Uh, I have been listening to the story of everyday farming folks since university, Harriet, in 1974. Yeah. Oh my God. As you will gather, I was hardly a member of the militant left. I have listened to the Omnibus Edition every week since then, which shows, I guess, either that I suffer from some sort of personality disorder or that I need to get out more. The main point of my email, he says, my hat is well and truly doffed to Professor Jim Lloyd. When talking about the timing of the wedding day, he remarked that he was worried about the schedule and not yes. the schedule. Absolutely. It is one of my bet noir that everybody mispronounces schedule nowadays. Mm-hmm. I guess it is a sad indication of the creeping Americanization of the English language. Jim's pronunciation was absolutely spot on. I cannot tell I'm you how long it is since I've heard the word so properly rendered. Bells rang and crowds cheered, crowds cheered with joy. Uh... I always say schedule because I know that schedule is American. Mm. A bit like um, kilometer is American. Because kilometre is English. Because oh. we say centimetre, kilometre, oh, millimetre. Yeah. But a lot of people say kilometre and that ain't right oh. if, you're, if you're not American. Um, incidentally, I was very moved by the acting and storyline between Brad and Mia. I would have thought myself hard-bitten and cynical, but it moved even me. When queried by my wife over my teary eye, I blamed hay fever, which you should have seen through <laughs> as we don't get it out here. Keep up the good work. Thank you, David. Oh, thanks, David. That's really lovely. It was a very sweet. Yay. I think Brad and Mia are very sweet. And I love Brad's impassioned defence of Mia. But we didn't time. hear, we didn't, I mean, this was, uh, was this the only week that the house is free? Because I'm worried that they haven't had their Got it special yet. night yet. Mm, lost their glasses. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I mean, it I don't know how long it, they're away for. Aren't they well, away for two sound, weeks? Yeah, it didn't sound like they were going to be back imminently. No. So maybe next year we're going to get more Brad and Mia. Yeah, next week, you mean? Next, sorry. Next <laughs> year? It's because it's the summer holidays at school. Oh, and, and so, so we're talking about we'll be back next year. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. in my head, it's New Year in a, mm. in a month or so. Happy New Year, Harriet. Uh, uh, Michael Gorman, the doorman, says, I'm writing to congratulate you on the writing of the excellent sketch of the last two episodes and Ms. Carmichael on the uncannily good voice acting as well as that oh, of the voice of Febreze, <laughs> a.k.a. Jeff. Ms. Carmichael's rendition of Susan Carter singing Scarborough Fair was so good that I was <laughs> unable to sleep for 24 hours after. Parsley <laughs> side. Oh, don't. Parsley. <laughs> I think I would like to record that officially. Poor with my Michael. guitar. He's only just recovered from the first time and then you're doing it again. <laughs> I love that song. And I, did I tell you I, I'm quite good at playing it on the guitar? You did, yeah. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Quite good at finger picking. Uh, right, this is from Alexandra Townsend, who says... Hey, Alex. We were making rude remarks about Peterborough. And when we she heard I was... She said uh, that was the very place we were driving to for an in-law visit. <laughs> oh, God. It is everything you say and more. <laughs> Local sites included an adolescent wearing a mini skirt and granny slippers outside Tesco. It was a bit of a contrast from staying in idyllic Constable country where my parents are from, but our son got to meet his grandparents for the very first time, which is Aww. a poignant, if not surreal, chapter. Oh, well, then, then, and the sun shone, and I bet it was gorgeous. She said that her two-year-old is called Chip because he looked like a potato on oh, his first scan. That's lovely. Chip laughed heartedly at Harriet's vocal fry, thinking it was a creaky door. <laughs> It is now part of our repertoire of noises, along with the giraffe and dinosaur. 
<laughs> I reckon Fallon will get fed up with the nonchalance of Bridge Farm and will put in for the shop at the charging station. Good. Yep. Still think it's going to be trouble for Hannah with George. Stella is also far too good for Pip. Pip had better have a massive personality transplant so as not to be punching above her weight. Well, she was she was loosening up, wasn't she? Mm. She loosens up in Stella's company, yes. which is a good thing. It certainly is. <laughs> uh, Steve Barry. Um, oh, what was sorry. the thing, sorry, before that? I really wanted to comment. What was the thing before what that? What was the thing, what you said before that about Pip and Stella? Charging uh, station. I have moved it off that now. Oh, God, I had a revelation, Lucy. Sorry. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, Fallon will get fed up with uh, Bridge Farm and she still thinks that George is going to get in trouble with Hannah. Well, Hannah's oh, yeah, that was George. it. The Hannah and George thing. Mm. I, I, think that, I think that story's not finished because George is clearly in love with Hannah, I think, isn't he? In the way that he was in love with Fallon. I think he's... No, I think he's got a huge issue with women. I know, but I think it comes from he doesn't know how to deal with his feelings. And I think he's probably got a big crush on Hannah. And that's why he's so disrespectful. And uh, No, I think he just hates women. Because he doesn't know how to treat women. Mm. I think there's going to be more in the George and Hannah thing. Mm. I don't know which way it's going to go, but I I think something is going to develop from that story, from that relationship, Mm. from that... No, sort of nasty relationship. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> I don't. Oh God. I don't. No, well, not I in don't a bad know. way, they, but but, they but he s- might sort of discover. Yeah, but you know, like boys, silly young boys who are mean to girls because they're in love with them. Yeah. Or you know. Well, it's the equivalent of perhaps, a little little boys running up to little girls in the playground, punching them on the arm, and then exactly. when they're told not to, say, "But it's because I like her." You know, yeah, exactly, and, exactly. Yeah. And George hasn't discovered. I mean, not. I mean, obviously, Hannah's way older than George, so nothing would ever happen. But I, I feel like he might sort of um, go on some sort of journey. But also, George has been surrounded by women who. Yeah. G- treat him like the sun god Ra for mm. no apparent reason because they all feel guilty. Susan yeah. does because she's self-indulgent of boys anyway. Yeah. And um, Emma does Emma it does because know his dad is. Yeah. And, um, you know, so he doesn't have any respect for women. It's the circle, the circle oh, of life. <sighs> this is Steve Barry. Oh, he wants to know... He missed the bit where you explained what losing his glasses meant. <laughs> so can you tell him? It means what Brad's going to do with Mia next week. Losing your Or next year. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's Harriet's origin. strange village folklore. It's not mine. Is. Yeah, it's just what we said in the village. Mm. In my year in the village anyway. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why, actually. Mm, I can't t- say. <laughs> Did somebody because lose the, their glasses? The first boy in our group, what lost his... He also lost his glasses at the same time, I think. And Were the that's two where connected? it stuck. Yes, yes, okay. I believe so. Right. Oh, those are the days. <laughs> Such good times. Anyway, never mind. Um, <laughs> yes, see, Nadine Small because, says... Because we used to have... Part, when we were Brad's age, Brad Mears' age, we'd always, because I lived in a village, we'd always have parties in one of my, my friends had a farm and it would be in his field. Oh. So the parties were always there. So it was quite easy to lose your glasses in a field. Yes. You know. Yes. They were, oh, it was such a great summer. And today you've got a barbecue with a poorly child. <laughs> with a poorly child. 
<laughs> with tonsillitis. Super. Super, brilliant. Yeah. Um, Nadine Small said, yes, I'm afraid she got there before you. Surely Tracy and Jazza should come back from honeymoon having married at Gretna Green. Yeah. Oh, so I wasn't the only one. Mm. It's definitely going to happen, isn't it? Terry White said, why, if the budget for actors has been cut, is there this script writing profligacy? Adam's sister, Pip's school friend, the charging station boss, the return oh, yeah. of Anna, sundry medics, etc. Yet Adam's Ed, sister. the co you know, his... his no, I know. Yeah. We haven't heard. We, we need the latest. Yeah, there isn't a latest, is there? Mm. Yet Ed, the co-best man, and Chelsea, the bride's daughter, are missing, and Alice is silent about Stella's sacking. Bizarre or what? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I guess it's also difficult to juggle that many balls at once because they've only got five episodes. Mm. Was it six episodes? Six episodes. Mm. But um, it's, yeah, it's hard to keep it all going. I'd completely forgotten about Adam's sister. I, I really hope that that's not it. Really hope there was a story there. <laughs> it's not it, is it? Not it's it. not it. <laughs> that's going to surely. That's weird, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yep. Very strange. Because it's, they're almost highlighting the fact that these people aren't there as well. You create and a storyline about they gave, about the best man speech and half yeah. of it being sharing the job, and then yeah. you only hear from one of them. Yeah, that that was very weird. So in which case, just don't do that. And know. they gave the cons, um, Rob's consultant a lot of airtime. Yeah, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe if they're going to invite a guest actor in, they. They need their money's worth, don't they? Yeah. They'll write as many lines as Hello. possible. Hello, I'm a very, consultant. That was a very long chat they had on the phone, wasn't it? How are For you? a busy doctor. Oh, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> yes. How can I help you? Well, interesting, you should say, get up with it! <laughs> oh, I have kids too, yes. actually. Yeah, one's nine. Oh, he's great. No, he's just, he's really into football. He's always losing his shin pads. But, um, oh God, yeah, me too. I have that all the time. Anyway. Oh, um, now, why was I ringing? Oh, yes, total stranger. Um, yeah, it was really peculiar, weird, that bit. Weird. They could have skipped that whole bit. We could have just had a... I've had a letter saying, yeah, he's my nominated person, yeah. you know, and, yes. you know, and then you email back and say, no, it's not appropriate, I won't be attending. <laughs> that's it. You, do, you know, it's just... It was, that was madness. But maybe that's what they do in Hampshire. I wondered if he was at a private hospital, actually, because it all seemed very relaxed. It didn't did, it? didn't it? And uh, there was clearly quite a lot of time for that consultation, so... Yeah. Maybe he's gone private. It's so Rob, though, that he said, let's get your boss in. Oh, I loved that bit. <laughs> I loved it so much. But you could all you could see uh, <laughs> Helen going straight back into smoothing it over mode. Yes, but then I was thinking, I thought that was clever as well, because I was thinking, if you're Helen, you're obviously thinking, I hate this man. He, you know, yeah. he's, he's a monster, blah, blah, blah. But you're also thinking... Oh God, I'm so I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. I have to apologise on his behalf. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I thought it was really clever and, yeah. and oh, so awkward and awful and complicated. Um, just to warn you, I think there's going to be an almighty thunderstorm here in a minute. Great. So if you hear lots of banging and crashing. Okay. Well, we need to finish, don't we? Anyway. We do. Um, guess what might be coming over to you next week, or me? Is that a present? But yeah. From you? No. Oh. Um. Is it's, it Francesco? No. It's from. <laughs> it's from Trewithen Dairy. Is it yogurt? It's an afternoon tea hamper. Oh no! Stop with Cornish it. clotted cream and scones. Stop. No. Stop. It's from I'm Lucy joking. Johnson. She says, "We loved your podcast. It included flapjackery flapjacks. In fact, we love your podcast. It is fabulous." So, as a present, she is sending us 
a hamper from Trewithin Dairy. Oh, like I'm, oh, I'm gonna die. I oh know. my god. Well, at first she said, wow. "I'm only going to send it to you because it's a it's a one for two. And I said, "If you do that, Harriet will get upset oh, and cry." No, so, but we could have met. We could have had our instead of having our our Italian lunch, we should have met in. Regent I'm not Park. sharing my scones and with I- you. Don't you think that I can't eat an entire afternoon tea for two people by myself? Whoa! Oh, so I have there's six people in my house who will definitely get through it. Three, one. Oh, I love. I just love afternoon tea. It's the best thing in the whole world, yes. as far as I'm concerned. Well. One is coming. Oh, that's amazing. Thank yes. you. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm now, so lucky, Lucy. David Wright says, Paella Choripan. Where, in God's name, has Stella developed a taste for Argentinian street food? If I were Pip, I'd shove a grilled tomato sausage in a baguette and smother it in chimichurri sauce from Underwood's food Ooh, hall. Yes. She won't know the difference. <laughs> I think you're probably right there, David. That would be delicious. Uh, now. Uh, okay. Um, ooh, Bluminelle. Um, okay, I'm going to have to do this one next week. So okay. forget that because I haven't put it in the right thingy. Okay. James Everett is back. He says, oh gosh, I'm yeah. back and so is Pip. Yes. And he sent me some pictures from his Holliers as oh, you yay. asked him to. I did. Yes, they looked yes. very, him and his mummy. They went to Bologna and then they went to. And, and relaxed. They went to Bologna and then somewhere else. Yes. To Florence. And he, one of the pictures features a very, very lovely uh looking um little little uh, passageway uh with some graffiti on it that says go away fuck tourists um on top of it which maybe that'll be in bologna yep um he said bologna was beautiful the food the people and the architecture were all fantastic we did not find stella's italian lover in florence too many american tourists he actually put we did not find stella's italian liver in florence which was i'm presuming he means lover he could well just mean liver i don't know uh, Could have been s- one of those awful, you know, those trips where people go and they sell organs. Yes. They? Not sure that happens in Florence. <laughs> well, she was worried about... Le- oh, no, that was before she lost mm. her job, so she wouldn't have done yeah. that. Okay, quite. Uh, we saw a lot of farmland while taking the train from Bologna to Modena. Yes. Maybe the archers could do a spin-off series in the countryside of Italy. Oh, my God, I'll be there. I'll, I'll produce it. I'll write it. I'll, well, I won't write it. I'll voice it and I'll... Just swab about with a clip. I'll, fu- I'll fund it. And in e- <laughs> crowdfund it yourself. And in even better news, Pip is back. And her and Stella are getting closer and closer each time Yay. I hear them. My prediction is by the end of the month, they'll be married. It was quite easy to get over the Pip in the Paella relationship, as the Archers isn't real. So if I can't be in the Archers, <laughs> then Stella is a pretty good substitute for me. Good yes. luck, Pip and Stella. Love from the PAFC, current members, too. Because the other one is Stella. I think that's um, actually very mature yeah if you can't have pip yeah the best person is you know if if, if it's going to be stella if it's going to be anyone let it be stella yeah because she's fabulous yeah this is from laurie the george neil brad story is brilliant well written well thought out well acted not sure it's going to be enough for georgie to get him pointed in a better direction but it's a start brad somehow getting an apology from george is the most valuable person in george's life right now even mm. though they can't know that yet Although Neil is a hero to hold George accountable, Brad is the one who can help George make better choices going forward. Gently and sincerely, with humour and without lecturing. Friends matter, even when they hate each other half the time. I'm sure George will screw up many times, but maybe with Neil's tough love and Brad's steadiness, George will stay out of prison or the grave. I want to sit Emma down and tell her to take the blinders off and stop defending her son, but she wouldn't listen. We mothers never do. Oh, that's really sweet, actually, isn't it? Thanks, Laurie. Neil and Brad yeah keeping you on the straight and narrow yeah. you won't appreciate it until he's an old man yeah 
I think Ed finds it really difficult to discipline George because yeah. he's in a weird role, yeah, a slightly totally. odd role, isn't yeah. he? Um, right, now, do you remember the what the hell is happening here with the seance? And oh, Brian yeah. bursting yeah. in, going, ha, 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 yeah. it was me. Oh, Brian. Um, <laughs> Stephen uh, Bowden says, the seance was an attempt by Jennifer to contact John Tregoran husband of Carol, mother of Anna, and allegedly bit on the side for Jennifer. Oh. He died in July 2014, and the seance was on Halloween of the same year, so oh. Alice would have been 26 and already married to Chris. Oh. Jennifer and John had, quotes, grown close, unquote, while they worked together on a book called Ambridge and English Village Through the Ages in the late 70s. John had also written a book called Communication with the Other Side, which had given Jenny the idea for the seance. Oh. Mm. Uh... Uh, M.A. Sturley says this was a very silly moment in a rather long storyline that seemed a bit pointless and irritating except it really was good fun, good fun at times such as this one I want to say how adorable I find it that Brits always seem to be on the brink of believing in ghosts even the ones who are otherwise <laughs> yeah. totally atheist and not at all woo it doesn't yes. take too much to push you folks over the edge <laughs> have you heard Uncanny M.A. Sturley <laughs> it's fabulous um, yes Another point about, she goes on, another point about Jenny and John Tregoran. He left her at least part of a fancy personal library and something like £25,000, which made her feel special. Oh, yes, and I also seeing, remember that. And also rather embarrassing as Carol got bupkis, I think. Um, okay. Yes. So thank you very much, um, uh, M.A., for, uh, for the What the Hell is Happening Here. And now we have this week's... Uh, Okay, right. Now, actually, James has told us what it, the whole scene. Okay. You know, there was the wooden leg and, Al, and Alice said, doesn't that knocking sound like a wooden leg? Yeah. Lillian had told Alice a scary story about Carol Tregoran's first husband, George, and John Tregoran's first wife, Janet. George gave Janet a lift home and they crashed. Janet died and George was seriously injured and lost a leg. After oh. this, George changed and him and Carol split up, dying soon after. Then a few years later, John and Carol married. The spooky thing was that the crash happened on Halloween, the same day as Jenny's seance. In Ooh. the seance, Alice thought the ghost they were contacting was George. That's why she asked if the sound could be a wooden leg. Oh, that's quite creepy, actually. Yeah. Especially yep. with that wind noise in the background. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I, like I like it. It's adding to the drama. <laughs> okay, right. You ready? This is yeah. this week's What the Hell is Happening Here. Great. <laughs> what the hell oh, is happening? What, what the, the hell, hell is happening, happening here? here? <laughs> no sign of Susan O'Neill tonight. Oh, no. They've got a meeting with an architect. Are they? Oh. Are they building an extension to Ambridge View? Ambridge View? No. They've been talking to Caroline Sterling. They've put in an offer for Netherbourne Hall. Netherbourne Hall? Good grief. But it isn't even on the market. Huh. Everybody has their price, so they say. They're starting interviewing for staff next month. Well, it's a big place. It'll take some upkeep. Mm. Are you quite sure, Clary? Mm, yes. And, um, let me put it this way. Your Alice and my Edward won't have no money worries in the future. Gosh. In fact, Alice might soon be better off than you. Oh, how lovely. Susan will be living the dream. It'll be like Downton Abbey. She'll be like Lady Grantham. Lady Carter. Just think. Oh, well, 
hear that, Diane? The Carters joining the county set? Oh, it's absurd. Neil will be hanging up his pigments wellies, then. Unless he turns Netherborn Hall into Blanding's Castle. Oh, and they put George's name down for Eaton, of course. Eaton? Oh, but they can't. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was happening there? I'm genuinely baffled. I don't remember that at all. I don't, I don't remember that either, but it can't have been that long ago. It must have been... With, a, was that new Clary? Yes. Okay. Mm, but but why was she speaking so slowly? Because obviously, well, obviously she was telling fibs, but... Do you think it was an April Fool or something? It must have been, yeah. I don't remember that happening. So George must have been under 11, or they couldn't have put his name down for E. Oh, no, I mean, he could have been under... No, four, well, it, it must have been when Downton Abbey was a thing, which yeah. was 10 years ago, maybe now. Mm, so George will have been little... Uh, it must have been an April Fool. Must have been. Oh, they've been joining the county set. Do you know that's <laughs> the kind Jennifer of storyline I'd have been all over like a rash. <laughs> yes, I know this is absolutely that would have been perfect for this podcast. <laughs> Brian mentioning the county, Jennifer being appalled. It's absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> it can't, can't be happening, Brian. Bran, stop it's it. It's a horrible nightmare, Bran. <laughs> what the hell was happening there? That's brilliant, James. Yeah. Well done, James. Um, right, it's time for us to go because Harriet needs to go and do things. Do things and get to Horsham. Do things and get to Horsham. And we there is a sports theme to uh, this Ooh, cool. uh, Matt Rodriguez pain bit. Oh, I, want, I wanted to say, I loved last week's... Oh, it was the Australian one, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I listened to it properly um, because we didn't really listen to it properly on the show did we it was absolutely brilliant loved it it was quite spooky i thought yeah i thought it was really dramatic it's like the theme tune from lost with all those funny animals in. um oh, right so well this one is uh yeah. it will bring back saturday afternoons i think for everybody but not harriet because okay. she's so terribly terribly young i would have been in bed lucy probably by the time everybody else was four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> terribly early night for me <laughs> Did your parents lock you I, I in your bedroom? Having Shut Harriet in. Is it like a parrot? You just put a <laughs> cover over it. Shut her away. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play it now. Okay. That's grandstand. Yeah, I was is alive. Is that the one where? <laughs> is that the moment where that man with the white streak Des in Liner. his hair? Yeah, and, yeah. and that people would go walking self-consciously backwards and forwards behind him, holding bits of paper. What? They'd he'd have people behind him typing to show <laughs> that know. it was like a current thing <laughs> in the sport on the sports desk. <laughs> I never I used to. It, 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 nobody was interested in sport in my house, so every, we, we were just sat <laughs> waiting, waiting patiently for it to finish so that the good stuff could come on. But I remember always watching, wanting to think, what are they doing, those people? I was much more interested in those people than the actual <laughs> badger actually, man reading out the things. Yeah, I don't really remember, but I obviously know the music and I, vague, and I do remember his face. Yeah. But that is such a good theme tune, isn't, isn't it? it? It's really good. Oh, and it fits oddly well. Yes, and it really—it's really uplifting. Right. Ba, 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 
really get into it i'm gonna but you know jess joy jess. joy 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 oh yeah i'm going to see if i can make that into a ringtone i think that would be hilarious <laughs> especially when someone's ringing to tell me that you know the house has been burgled or something and it starts joy. <laughs> great right idea. we're gonna have a quick yep. you go we're gonna have a quick burst okay. of joy 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 and great, then we'll great. have um grandstand again and then over and out lots of bye love bye. to rexy i hope he gets better oh thanks thank you okay right. see, see you next week. week bye bye joy.